In today's episode, I want to take a look at the pre-contract inquiries that a solicitor will raise prior to allowing his client sign a contract and enter into a binding contract. These pre-contract inquiries are absolutely vital to ensure that good title is going to be acquired and that title has been reviewed, contracts have been reviewed and all queries have been dealt with in a satisfactory manner. Hey, it's Terry Gorry and this is the Irish Law and Small Business Podcast. take a look at the type of queries that a solicitor will raise when acting for a purchaser in the purchase of a residential property. We raise pre-contract inquiries as a matter of course on behalf of purchasers and we do that to ensure that we obtain on behalf of our clients good title, good marketable title. The likelihood is our client is borrowing money from a bank and therefore we have to give a solicitor's undertaking to obtain good title and to do that we need to raise queries and satisfy ourselves about the contract and about title about the planning and so on so we raise as a matter of course pre-contract inquiries people who are not familiar with conveyancing and the process will wonder why it takes so long to buy or sell a house but one of the biggest contributors to the delay would be the whole area of raising pre-contract inquiries and getting answers, getting satisfactory answers. It's not good enough just to get any answer. We need satisfactory answers. The type of issues that I'd be concerned about generally would be to do with planning. Is the planning in order? Is your planning permission granted? Is there certificate of compliance with building regulations? Is there a certificate of compliance with planning permission? Has any work been carried out on the property since the existing vendor acquired their interest in it? So planning would be a big factor, a big issue. It may be very clear from the outset that the planning is in order or it may well be that the planning is not in order and that will require pre-contract inquiries to be satisfied. I have a separate video on the whole question of planning and what you should be looking for. You should have a look at that to see what remedies are open or what you can actually do if the planning is not in order. So planning and building regulations would certainly be one area that I'd be very concerned about. Another area I'd be looking at and raising contract uh, inquiries, pre-contract inquiries about would be access to the property. So if the property is in a housing estate or in a village or a town, it may be very, very apparent how access is gained and so on. It must be checked though. The access must be checked that it's legally in place, the legal entitlement to come and go from the property. In a rural area, a non town, a non-village, non-built-up area, sort of a place in a rural area, as I say, in a parish or perhaps even in a small rural village, it may not be apparent how you access. You might access up a lane or you might access through some sort of an easement or a right-of-way. That is something that would be very, very 
important, critically important, because you simply do not want to buy a, a property on behalf of a client and discover that there's some issue in relation to accessing the property. That would be a serious difficulty and a serious problem for me as a solicitor in respect of my obligation to the lender, never mind my client. Other issues that you'd be looking at always would be the question of services, sewerage and water in particular, and again in relation to a non-built-up uh, area, uh, rural property, anything out in the countryside, a one-off property on its own site, the likes of a declaration of identity as to services and services being sewerage and water would be vitally important. That would be another area that you'd be certainly raising pre-contract inquiries about. If it's an apartment development then you're going to be raising MUD Act inquiries, MUD Act pre-contract inquiries. The Multi-Unit Development Act of 2011 governs the whole legislation, the whole area of management companies and multi-unit developments. So you'd be making inquiries there about the management company, whether the common areas of the development, the estate, have been transferred to the management company or not. What's the level of management fees? Is there a sinking fund? How much? And so on and so forth. So management company mud act inquiries will be very important when you're buying an apartment. Another area of concern would be the taxation situation. That is local property tax and NPPR tax. We need to be satisfied that local property tax is paid up to date or will be paid up to date when the sale is being completed and we need to check the situation in relation to NPPR tax. That's non-principal private residence tax. Another pre-contract inquiry that we will always look to put in uh, as a matter of course will be to do with finance. Are we permitted and we normally would be permitted to insert a special condition into the contract making the uh, procedure, making the purchase subject to contract or subject to finance rather. So the contract will be made subject to finance. Remember the vendor solicitor will draft that contract, that's fine. However, he or she is unlikely to insert a condition about finance because obviously it's not in the vendor's interest or vendor's interest, vendor solicitor's interest to do so. It's in my interest though and in my client's interest to ensure that there is a special condition in the contract making it subject to finance. There's a standard sort of a special condition which the Law Society recommends and that's the one that we'd be using. Another area of inquiry would be to do with any issues, any queries arising from the structural survey. So if my client gets a structural survey carried out as a second-hand house and I would strongly recommend it, then there may be an issue or issues arising from that. One of them, for example, would be evidence or an opinion from the structural surveyor that work has been carried out, for example, um, some sort of uh, development around the back. It could be a garden shed, it could be a conservatory, it could be a front porch, it could be a conversion of an attic, it could be a conversion of the garage into an extra bedroom. Those things would all be very relevant in terms of asking the vendor or solicitor what is the planning status, was planning permission obtained, is it exempt, if so then we need a certificate of exemption if that's what's being claimed. They would be the main pre-contract inquiries then that I as a solicitor and most solicitors would raise. We need to be concerned about these things, we do it on behalf of the client, 
the client may be frustrated about the pace of the transaction, how it's progressing, but we must do this to protect our client, to protect the lender and to protect ourselves from a claim for professional negligence or being in breach of our undertaking to obtain good marketable title for the bank. And obviously it's in our client's interest to ensure that there's no issues, no problems, and that the property is marketable. We get good marketable title because the day you sell or buy is the day that you sell. Our client will, circumstances may change in 12 months time, in 12 years time, and they may want to change or may want to sell the house, move on, change location or whatever they want to do, then we need good title and we don't want some issue popping up cropping up then which we could have dealt with now and which we can get some satisfaction about now. So that's the whole question of pre-contract inquiries. It's an absolutely fundamentally important part of the conveyancing process. The purchaser's solicitor must raise those inquiries, must raise these requisitions, must look for letters, look for proof of certain things and the vendor solicitor must provide it and if that doesn't happen well then the, there's going to be a problem and there may well be delays and indeed the sale may well fall through if the purchaser solicitor is not satisfied about the replies. Thanks a lot for listening and don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode.